0: If you haven't checked out the pot of gold yet, what are you waiting for? The pot of gold is a database and a system for you to organize your content and start treating it like the asset that it is. If you want to avoid burnout, if you want to ever get out of the weeds of your business, if you want to stop spending your whole life on social media, if you want to outsource your content marketing to someone else while still maintaining your voice and your brand, this is the tool for you to do it. And it costs less than a fancy lunch. So go to carveldigital.com slash gold and check it out right now. One of the things that I've seen people struggle with is they want automation, they want the freedom that comes with automation, they wanna impress their prospects with you know how systemized their customer journey is, but they don't actually have those systems in place. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On. If you're a woman of color with a mission-driven, service-based business, and you want to increase your income and your impact without burning out in the process, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer, content marketing coach, and CEO of Carvel Digital. I've survived being a Black woman in the tech industry, getting fired for culture fit, and gone on to build a thriving business. I wanna show you how to work hard once to create systems in your business that continue to work for you as you grow so that you can not just survive, but thrive and live your best life. Let's get it going. Hey, friends, welcome back to Begin As You Mean to Go On. So happy to be back with you today, whether you are uh, doing yard work, driving, working out. I appreciate your time and your attention. And uh, today, we're gonna get into some good stuff. We're gonna talk about being prepared for your technology upgrade. And what do I mean by that? Consistently, when I work with clients in a done-for-you relationship where we're actually providing technology services, I see them trip up on the same kinds of things. And so I wanted to just do some thinking and share five things I think you can do that will really get you prepared for when you're ready to upgrade your technology, whether that's upgrading from Squarespace to WordPress or upgrading from having no automation to getting some automation in your business there's some things that I think are going to help you have the best result and get the best outcome and also uh, lower your stress level. So we're going to talk about that today. But first, of course, I want to welcome our new listeners. Uh, If you are new here, I so appreciate you. And I want to invite you just to listen to this entire episode. Listen to the whole episode And then at the end of the episode, if you got value from what you heard, then I will invite you to join the family, follow the podcast, get onto our email list, leave that five-star rating and review. You'll get the opportunity to do all of those things after you have sampled, right? And the best part is the first hit is free and all the rest of the hits are free because the whole podcast is free. So um, it's going to be worth your time, I promise. Okay. So this idea came to me because. Well, just because you have the funds, that's usually what holds people back a lot when they're thinking about a technology upgrade is they don't have the money to hire somebody or they just have a little bit of money and so they try to hire cheap and then that sets them back even further, right? So there's more to actually being ready to upgrade your technology than just having the money. So I want to talk about that and I want to talk about five things that I've identified that you really want to have in place before you go about doing this. So the first thing is you want to have a proven offer. I have met many, many people who they typically will come into a Facebook group and they'll start asking all these technology questions and they will have outlined this entire system that they want to build to automate all the things. And I can just tell, or sometimes I'll ask, but usually I could tell I'm like, yeah, you haven't sold any of this. So you need a proven offer. You need to know that the investment you're about to make in this technology is going to have an ROI, right, on the back end because you have something that people actually want and you have proven that you can sell it by taking their money and delivering that thing, right? So That seems obvious, but a lot of people just go straight into, you know, let's put a bunch of technology together. And I think that's for lots of reasons. It can be out of fear of asking for the sale. A lot of people will do a lot of busy work to avoid asking for the sale. So, whatever reason it is, like you have to have this first, right? It's non negotiable. And the second thing is you have to have revenue, right? You have to have the revenue, not just to be able to pay for whatever your technology upgrade is but also for the maintenance of these new systems that you are creating, whether that maintenance is in the form of hiring someone to actually manage your tech on a day to day. I used to have WordPress maintenance as one of my recurring revenue offers. So we would make sure that people's sites stayed up and running and got updated. Um, And there are whole companies that will do just that. Let's say you upgrade from, you know, a smart car of some sort to a Tesla you're going to expect a different level of maintenance. You're going to expect to pay a different amount for your insurance. Like You're just going to expect everything to cost more from that investment, to maintain that investment. And the same is true of your technology, right? Whether that's you're now going to invest in hiring someone on your team to manage things, whatever that is, you need to actually prepare. And if you don't know what that entails, ask the person who is doing the work for you or talk to them before you even hire them and ask about okay, let's jump ahead, you know, six months to when this project is over, what can I now expect in terms of maintaining this system and making sure that it keeps working for me? Okay. So get educated on that, ask those questions and be prepared for that and budget for it. All right. Next thing is you need internal resources you know, one of the prime reasons that we want to bring someone in to do things for us is that we don't have expertise in that area, right? We're not good at the technology or we're not good at whatever it is we're hiring someone to do. That's the whole reason for hiring someone. And I totally get that. And I have many clients who, and have had many clients who, you know, the tech is just not their jam. Like they don't want to think about it. They don't want to deal with it. And that's okay. However, Someone inside of your business needs to be able to understand enough about the technology to manage it and deal with it on the day-to-day basis so that it does what it needs to do and continues to do what it needs to do for your business. So whether that's like having an outside company on retainer or whether that is having someone inside of your business. Really, even if you have someone on retainer, you really should have someone inside of your business who understands how to do a basic thing. Like if you wake up at, you know, one in the morning and you're like, oh, I got a typo on the website, you should be able to go in if you want to and change that right? You should be able to do simple things on the day-to-day without having to call someone every single time. And one of the banes of my existence and something that I will get on my soapbox about is developers and development companies who deliver websites that are so complex and so technical that the small business owner cannot actually use it for their business. They can't change things. They have to go back to that developer for every little thing And if you're doing that on purpose, because that's your business model, it's a shitty business model. And you should stop doing that. Like, Find another way to deliver value besides trapping people into using your services. So you need internal resources, right? You need to have someone on your team. And it doesn't have to be you. But if you like that sort of thing, I, I have had clients from both ends of the spectrum. I've had clients who, you know, they were so busy, like getting into the weeds and seeing how the sausage is made that like it made it actually more challenging to do our jobs. Because I'm like, hey, don't be logged into there. We're actually in there doing work, right? I have that end of the spectrum. And then I have the other end of the spectrum where if I try to explain even like the basics of what's going on, it's like you can just see their eyes glazing over and you can see the overwhelm happening. So whatever end of that spectrum you're on, or maybe you're in the middle, if you're someone who likes to really learn about these things so that you kind of know the basics of what's happening and you can ask, you know, really good questions and uh, be really prepared for project meetings and stuff like that that's why I have so much content around teaching normal sort of non-technical folks about how this stuff works. Because a lot of it really isn't rocket science. If you're just willing to dive in and get out of the mindset of, uh, of I'm not technical, which is a thing people tell themselves. And it's like, you know, if you have a Facebook account, right, if you were able to do that, then there's a lot of things that you can understand about technology. You don't need to necessarily become an expert. So if that's you, I have a ton of resources inside of our member vault. And, you know, if you want to learn what about our tool stack, if you want to learn how marketing technology fits together, right, how it integrates, like I have resources for all of those kinds of things. And we'll definitely put that link in the show notes for you. But if you're someone who's like, hey, I want to just do CEO stuff and I just need to hire someone on my team, maybe it's a technical VA or something to manage that stuff day to day, either one of those options is great just know where you're at in that spectrum and be prepared to do that. All right. The next one is uh, we're at number four. We're burning through this. The next thing is structure. And I'm going to refer to my marketing mentor, Chris Davis, because he just released an episode of the All Systems Go podcast on which I've been a guest and it's called The Enemy of Automation. And, you know, Chris is always right on time. So I'm definitely gonna refer you to that episode. It's episode number 85. But the structure piece really comes with automation is accomplished via machines and machines operate under ones and zeros. Like a computer is going to do exactly what you tell it to do and no more and no less. And so if what you are doing, if the systems in your business, if the way that you're marketing changes from week to week, from day to day, from hour to hour, you are not going to be able to automate successfully. You're just not. So Chris goes into this in depth, and he does a really amazing job. But one of the things that I've seen people struggle with is they want automation, they want the freedom that comes with automation, they want to impress their prospects with, you know, how systemized their customer journey is, but they don't actually have those systems in place. So I asked a question in my Facebook group just today, actually. And I asked, what are some things that people are doing manually in their business that they would like to automate, right? They want to stop doing that and they want to automate it. And a lot of people just kind of spit things out, but couldn't really articulate what the process was behind those things. And some of those folks I went into a conversation with and asked deeper questions and asked to know more. And I think for some of those people answering that question of me asking like, well, tell me more about that process. What's actually involved? That was probably the first time they actually wrote down, oh, here's what happens first. Here's what happens next. Here's what happens after that. So if you're at that level where you haven't actually done that work, trust me, y'all, this doesn't just happen to newer businesses, right? There are surprisingly experienced and successful businesses who really don't have these processes in place and have never really stopped to map out what are we actually doing that's working so, so that maybe we can get the robots to do some of it. And then we can save some of our human power for things that only humans can do. So if you haven't really visualized that process, if you haven't mapped out that process, if you haven't made it visible so that not just it's not in your head, but everybody on the team can see it, and the people who are helping you automate can see it. That's a process that you're gonna have to go through. And it's a process that I help take clients through. That's one of the, it's one of the most valuable things that we do for our done for you clients is helping them actually see their marketing for the first time. Hey, this is where people go when they opt in here. And this is the follow-up they get. And this is what happens next. And this is the offer that we're eventually sending them to. So that is super, super valuable. And you don't need to pay a consultant $5,000 to do it. You could sit down at a whiteboard or with a piece of paper or your remarkable tablet or what have you, and you can just get it out of your head or, you know, get with a business buddy and talk each other through. Like a lot of times, if you're just talking out loud to somebody else and they can take the notes, that's really helpful. And you could just get a business buddy and you could trade off doing that for each other. And that can be the beginning of you seeing your marketing for the first time. So that structure and that proven process is so important, especially when we're talking about marketing, which is the first thing that people want to start to automate. And marketing really has three steps, right? It has getting attention, it has talking to people, and it has making the offer. So those are three steps that have to be in your marketing process. And these are the steps that I really take people through in Content Bootcamp. And Content Bootcamp, if you don't know, that's my flagship program. That's where we spend 12 weeks together. And I take people through the process of getting really clear on their offer, their audience, and their messaging, and then going through that process. And we have coaching calls every week where I just really keep people clear on hey, this is the goal, right? People create all this extra fluff and all these extra things and get all in their heads about stuff. And my job is really to keep people clear and keep them focused on the very, very simple process of marketing that you need to master in order to start creating consistent revenue. And in order to have that base, that base that you need to start scaling and automating these things. All right. If this is something that you're struggling with, then This is a great time to actually check out Content Bootcamp because during the month of July, I am going to be offering folks the opportunity to come into Bootcamp and get a significant bonus of having extra time in the program without actually paying more. I'm doing that because it's summertime, y'all. Everybody's going on vacation, including me. So I know that everybody is just, you know, we've been in a pandemic, we've been trapped inside. We just got done with a heat wave where I live in Portland, Oregon. It was 115 degrees yesterday, (laughs) y'all. everybody is just dealing with summertime stuff. And we don't want to be stuck at screens all summer, right? We want to get outside. And so that's why during the summer, I like to offer this bonus for a limited time for people to come into boot camp, but to have that extra time so that if you're going on vacation, if you want to spend some time in nature, in the woods, not on Zoom calls, I get it, y'all. So um, if that's you and you're interested and you've been struggling with this stuff, go to carvelldigital.com bootcamp and you'll apply for to get on a call with me, talk to me in person, and we'll just see. We'll see if this is right for you, okay? So those are the five things that you're going to need before you upgrade your technology. Let me just review those. You're going to need a proven offer. Make sure people actually want what you have. You're going to need a consistent revenue because upgrading your technology can be expensive. If you're going to hire someone to do it for you, don't be cheap. Do not be cheap about this, y'all. And if you're not there yet, let me just refer you back to episode 14, choosing your tech stack, because I talk about all the technology that we use and recommend for our clients. And I also talk about when you should actually think about those upgrades. So you don't need all this stuff to get clients in the first place. Content Bootcamp can help you learn how to get clients without investing in all this technology so that you can get the revenue to then invest in that infrastructure and be able to scale. All right. So proven offer. Number two, you need revenue. Number three, you need internal resources. You need somebody on your team who's going to be able to handle the day-to-day of managing that system. You need structure so that you're not trying to automate something. And then the next day, everything about that automation is changing, right? You got to have consistency then you need a proven process. And Content Bootcamp, if you don't have a proven process for marketing, for getting your offer out into the wild, for talking to people, for creating content and having that content turn people into clients, then Content Bootcamp can definitely help you do that. And you need to go to carveldigital.com slash bootcamp and just sign up to have a conversation with me so that we can see, see if I can help you out. All right, y'all, that's what I have for you. So who needed to hear this? Who is about to have their glow up? You know, They've been running on Squarespace and they're crowing about how their website is in progress or they're about to do a big technology upgrade. Do them a favor, please, and send them this episode so they're not walking in blind and they don't get blindsided by all of these things that they didn't think about beforehand. They will thank you. All right. So That's what I have for y'all today. And now's the time when if you're a first time listener, I want to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or follow the podcast, whatever they're calling it now. And if you have not yet left your five star rating review, if you are a subscriber and you haven't left yet, you haven't yet left. What are words? (laughs) You haven't left a review yet. Go do it now. There's no time like the present, right? It's not just to stroke my ego, y'all. It's to help people who are stumbling across this podcast know that this is actually valuable stuff. This is stuff that can literally help your business. I want to show you actually the difference between the free version of getting my help and the paid version of getting my help. So one of the reviews that we had, if you go and look at our reviews, one of the reviews for this podcast says, listening to the first few episodes of the podcast helped me rethink a business issue and saved me from throwing $1,000 at problems that would no doubt be followed by more money later this year. Instead, I came up with an entirely different solution by asking myself different questions. And they're probably referring at least in one instance to, I think it's episode four, which is Ask Better Questions. Great episode to go back and check out. So, you know, if you're getting value from this podcast and you're saving yourself money, like more power to you and please keep listening and sharing and, you know, leave your review. But let's contrast that with the paid version of getting my help. And this is from my buddy Alex, who is actually a fellow automation professional and nerd. And we've done some work together. And he said, when we started working together, I told you I wanted to get up to 15K months by December. So when we started working together, it was late September, early October. I was able to hit 21K for the month of December, mostly in recurring revenue during the third quarter of this year. So he came in and three months later, he more than hit his goal and of doing over 15K months. And I'll tell you that one of our goals as a company, one of our mission statements as a company is to help small business owners like you get to consistent 20K months because That is a revenue level where you can start to think about outsourcing things. You can start to think about upgrading your technology. If you're doing 5K months and you're trying to talk about hiring people and upgrading your tech, no, it's not going to happen. So that's the difference, y'all. If you're thinking about this, again, I'm just going to say, take the leap. Just go apply. Let's have a conversation. And until then, I will see you in the next episode. Don't forget to begin as you mean to go on.